1: Hello, everybody! Welcome to the 64th episode of Kiwi and the Bird. I'm
0: Kami. I'm Taylor. And in today's episode, we are giving a non-spoiler review about the romantic and comedic Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter.
1: If this is your first time listening, welcome! Here's how our book reviews work. We'll give you a little synopsis about the book, chat about the characters, and give our thoughts on the setting and writing style.
0: And, of course, we'll list out our favorite things about Better Than the Movies, and we'll end the episode with a rating of the book. Now, fun
1: fact... (gasps) If you want to get a good rainstorm this spring season, like one of those rainstorms where the rain is warm and you can go out and you can dance and you can smell the earth and the clouds are all nice and gray and there's not any thunder to scare you, then all you have to do <laughs> is donate to Kiwi and the bird. That's the that's the curse we're putting on all of you. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have a sucky spring if you don't donate. To it. If you would like to support us, you can either click on the link in the episode description or Venmo, where our username is also at Kiwi and the Bird. Yeah. And now, on to the show. Better Than the Movies is a YA contemporary told through the eyes of protagonist Elizabeth Buxbaum. This book has a kiss and no sex. Now, here's the synopsis. Liz Buxbaum has
0: always wanted her happily ever after. But not with the bad boy. But it turns out that Mr. Wright is harder to find, and no meet-cute seems to happen at the right time. Until her childhood crush, Michael Young, comes back into her life, senior year of high school, right in time for prom. This is the swoony romance Liz has been waiting for. In order to get Michael's attention, Liz must turn to her childhood nemesis, Wesley Bennett, for his wingman specialities. Wesley is a go for the plan, but then everyone starts thinking that Wesley and Liz are together together. The
1: problem... The rumors might just have a little bit of truth. The protagonist in Better Than the Movies is Elizabeth, aka Liz Bucksbaum. She is a witty, hopeless romantic with an extensive knowledge of rom-coms and their soundtracks. After her mom's death, she has tried to uphold their passion for all things retro, flowery, and quirky, but is she losing herself in the process? What did you think about Miss Liz? I liked Liz. Um, typically in a
0: rom-com kind of scenario setting story, the female character isn't always the best in that, you know, obviously she's going to be flawed and she has to go through her trials and that's what makes the story, but sometimes it's really, really cringy and I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of secondhand embarrassment in this book, but I really liked Liz I liked how she did have an arc of character development. I like how she really stood out, right, with her likes and her um, dislikes, um, her whole thing with her mom and, like, how, kind of, like, how she grew up and just, just, she just seemed very much herself just all the time. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that one of my favorite parts about Liz is that her voice was super identifiable. She Her personality really shone through the p- pages because she quotes movies and she quotes the, the lyrics to songs. And I like that she had a really big interest in music and that she plays the piano and that she does kind of have like a quirky retro style. And that even though that did originate with her mom, it's kind of she's blossomed into it and she's developed her own passion for it. I think the only thing I have with her is that I felt like she didn't have to lie at times when she did oh that's but that's like a classic rom-com thing (laughs) that's true it is very rom-com so I'm not mad at it Mm -hmm. but I was like why are we lying
0: I can't judge her for that because I will lie in the
1: stupidest of
0: times (laughs) someone will ask me a question and I'll just spit out a lie for no like literally I have no advantage or benefit from lying but it just happens because
1: I panic
0: the other day, someone asked me, they were like, Hey, have you seen Clueless? And I was like, No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Katie,
1: you literally showed me Clueless
0: for I the know. first time. <laughs> but like, they were so, like, I felt like they were being judgy about it. They weren't, but I felt like they were, so I panicked and said, No. I was like, Oh, yeah, it's in, like, Paul Rudd. His... <laughs> it was bad. I know it's wrong, but I panicked, okay? So, I... Like, I get, like, I related to Liz way too hard, right? Her flaws, I was like, girl, that's so cringy, but, like, I do that, so, like, (laughs) twins, but I hate it.
1: You haven't seen Clueless either?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Better Than the Movies, we also meet Wes Bennett, Liz's neighborhood nemesis. He was a terror of a child, given how he decapitated gnomes and whatnot, but is now a popular, attractive, baseball-playing prankster set on getting on Liz's nerves. Everything seems like a joke, except when it counts. What did you think about our our male love interest? Or one of our, okay, we're mentioning him. <laughs> He's love interest. What did you think, Tay?
1: <laughs> Wes was so cute. Oh, oh. my gosh.
0: Like, I, love, I loved Wes's character. The thing for me in, I'm sorry, you're supposed to go first.
1: You go, you take it. Okay. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Wes, um, is that in these type of contemporary romances, I feel like oftentimes what happens is we get a lot of character from the female protagonist, but because we get so much from the female, we lose a lot of the male, and he kind of comes out as like this carbon copy: the six four, dark haired, sometimes authoritative, but um, kind of a simp um, that's loved to them the whole time. But I liked that he didn't fit into that. Wes had his own thing, right? Even if like his his place in the story was more so to like help Liz, he still has his own thing. Like he's very much his own character, and his world doesn't revolve around Liz. Which I know is like, oh, but it's romance. His world should. I'm like, no, it shouldn't. He is his own character, and she's her own character, and it's what makes a romance great is when those characters when you have these two full whole characters and then they fall in love and Wes just comes off so well like yeah like he's like the neighborhood nemesis right but you know you know from the very beginning he has the sweetest heart and it just he gets you time and time again
1: oh he's oh he's so sweet I love him so much okay yeah Wes was literally so cute and he was just so so sweet and so thoughtful. But I also liked, too, that he felt very realistic for his age. Right? Like, he's not, you know, sweeping her off her feet and, like, going into a diamond-crusted castle on his Cadillac. That, I don't know why I <laughs> paired those <laughs> things together, but I did. <laughs> but, like, he was very rooted in that he is, um, like, a 17, 18-year-old boy who really likes a girl and is trying to kind of help her in any way that he can to get close to her yeah
0: it's not like this perfect guy who never does anything wrong it's this teenage boy who's really annoying but could be something more
1: let's move on and talk about setting better than the movies takes place in nebraska uh which came noted that (laughs) a lot of her beloved romances take place in nebraska i should for just reason. move there freaking heck what if your soulmate is there i know oh you don't God. believe in soulmates i don't
0: because i'd rather
1: just be chosen instead of destined but what if <laughs> <laughs> but even still <laughs> anyways the main event of the year is prom where everyone has their last chance to confess their love and celebrate their youth because adulthood is rough. It's so rough, you guys. Don't do it. Don't, don't age. <laughs> Stay young forever. But not like in an Edward Cullen way. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what did you think about the setting?
0: Well, I mean, to be honest with you, there's nothing like special about the setting because it's not supposed to be. You could place this anywhere in the United States. Possibly even Canada. <laughs> like, it wouldn't change the story. But, I mean, like, like I said, like, that's not the point. And what we did get from the setting did help the story.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't think that the setting was the priority. And I don't think that in this type of story, that's a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I think the setting is more so special in, like, the teenage places. The fact that we get to see, like, the basketball courts and the high school and kind of, like, the local eating spots and things like that. Those, to me, mean more than the setting as a whole. It served its purpose. Now,
0: let's move on to our next topic, writing style. What did you think about our author, Lynn Painter?
1: Kind of like I mentioned uh, when we were talking about Liz, I think the author did a really good job of letting Liz's voice come through in the writing. It was super stylized. It was super modern. It was super fun and funny and witty and quirky and memorable. Like I said, I really loved the, um, the creativity and the fact that movie quotes were included in the book. That there were lyrics to songs that were put with certain scenes. And I loved that it seemed like the author had a real love for rom-coms. And a real love for soundtracks and music. And I feel like that played really well. Hope played. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Really well through the characters. And I felt like the banter was fun and flirting smooth. But I told Kami earlier I liked that it wasn't repetitive. Because sometimes I think in rom-coms it's really easy to just circle through three topics that relate the characters together so I liked that this book kind of continually evolved the conversations
0: I loved the way Lynn Painter wrote this because she perfectly encapsulated what a a rom-com movie would be but she did it in a book form which is kind of crazy to think about because a lot of movies I mean they're visual obviously so a lot of the things it's not necessarily the dialogue. It's also just like the shots that you're shown. It's very much like you get a lot of your information just from the visuals. So in order, so to be able to like take that kind of idea and to put it into a book and do it so seamlessly was so impressive to me. She wrote the tension between the characters so well. She wrote the the cringy scenes so that you literally had to put the book down and be like, oh my gosh, no. You went on the journey with her. You felt all the emotions, which is exactly what you're supposed to do. And she just, like, honestly, I almost couldn't put this book down. Like, she did it in such a way where I was like, I kind of feel sad that I have to put this down and go to sleep.
1: Oh, Yeah. That's really sweet. Like,
0: I really got into it, and I, I really appreciate it. Now, if you like childhood friends to lovers,
1: enemies to lovers,
0: the You Belong With Me Taylor Swift music video,
1: with the guy who should have been casted as pita.
0: Oh my gosh, she's so attractive. That's not the point.
1: <laughs> Rom-coms, shopping trips, romantic rain scenes, fake dating, prom, slight southern trolls, <laughs> baseball, Lorelai Gilmore-like stepmom figures, hating someone in elementary school and holding a grudge against them for years, only to realize they aren't too bad a person. The most real secondhand embarrassment. Stargazing. And When Harry Met Sally. Then
0: this might be the book for you. Yeah, I would recommend it. Just based on how specific we got with the things
1: to relate to it. (laughs) Also, this was a really fun book to read for spring.
0: No, it's it's a really great like spring into summer kind of book. Yes. And I really want to be in that moment instead of just like early spring. So there's like if you really want to get into it.
1: Or if you want to relive prom.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Now, Taylor, based on our unique rating scale of one to seven, one being literal trash and seven being fangirl mania, what would you rate better than the movies by Lynn Painter?
1: I feel like this book really fulfilled its quota. It was really enjoyable and it was something that you could really get invested in without having to invest too much of yourself, if that makes sense. And I feel like the, the author did a really good job of making rom-coms come to life in a book. And I feel like just in that sense that it's super unique. And again, I loved the movie quotes and I keep saying that. But the movie quotes, the songs, it was really like an experience. And I really felt like I was watching a movie in my head while I was reading. And I got the fulfillment of all the, the classic rom-com stuff that makes me happy. So because of that, I'm going to rate this book a solid 5. Ooh. Which is Feeling myself. Oh. What about you?
0: I, I actually just bumped up my rating just a little bit while I was thinking about it. Because I have just been wanting something romantic, but that's still very lighthearted. That doesn't, like, tear too much of my emotions, but still, like, can make me laugh. Like, I just wanted something that's easy, but still deep enough for me to appreciate it. I love those sappy romantic books but not the ones that aren't super physical the ones that handle more of the emotions and like the the dynamic between the characters like those are my kind of books so because of that i gotta i got i gotta bump my rating up to a six which is a.
1: it was literary what it was it was literary it fits the theme it does also you know Kimmy really likes a book when she wants to buy the book
0: True, I I think I legitimately might buy this book. Oh but again, like it's just like my type of book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Kiwi and the Bird for our book recommendation episode about better than the
1: movies by Lynn Painter. We hope that you'll join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Kiwi and the Bird. Once more, if you'd like to support the podcast, just click on the link in the episode description.
0: We hope you liked today's recommendation. Join us for our upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about Better Than the Movies.
1: And remember,
0: like a library, at at Kiwi and the bird, Bird, shh happens.